Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Live from Hollywood, California, this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. So I Married a Movie Geek. To the podcast. <laughs> Apparently, I am incapable of introducing this like a normal person. I'm Chrissy McQueen, for better or for worse. Justin Winters is shaking his head and looking very sullen on the left side of me because he didn't like my intro again. I didn't say I didn't like it. I didn't understand what you were going for, though. You never understand what I'm going for. Womp womp. 75% of the time. Go ahead. <laughs> 75% of the time. But welcome to the podcast, folks. For those of you who have never listened, you're going to have some fun, because Justin has seen every movie under the sun, and I have seen nothing. So we watch two movies every week, and then we discuss. For those of you that do listen to this podcast, you'll be happy to know we are officially out of the closet. Yes, we are both lesbians. Yes, we are. Some of us are more happy about that new lesbianic preference than others, I think. Lesbos. (laughs) Lesbos. <laughs> hardcore lesbos. Well, I don't know if we're hardcore lesbos. You know, we could we could just be like lipstick lesbos. I'm a hardcore lesbo. You yeah, can be a lipstick lesbo. I was going to say, I guess of the two of us, you are a hardcore lesbo and I would be the lipstick. Out and proud. Yes, we are. We are out and proud. But not only are we out and proud <laughs> of the lesbo, apparently, uh, closet... Justin, do you want to share with the folks who don't have a Facebook what's going on? Um, Lesbos? No? Yes, sure. We, we talked about that, but I think there was something else, wasn't there? Oh, yes. What? The world is going to end this year. It better not. We're all so pregnant. We're also pregnant. With emotion. Yes. After the world ends and apparently also after we declare our lesbianic love for each other and for others. Pregnant with emotion. Yes. And a baby. I think I'm pregnant with both a baby and emotion. <laughs> like a real, like a human baby. Supposedly. I mean, the first time we saw it on the ultrasound, it looked like um, a seahorse elephant man. Seahorse elephant man? Yeah, because it had that little tail like a seahorse, but it had a huge head that was like kind of caved into itself like the elephant man. Have you ever seen the elephant man? Pieces of it. How do you know what he looks like? I've seen it, like the pieces of it. It's black and white and he's got like this big head that kind of looks like something really bad happened <laughs> to it. and Like an embryo head? And he's like <sighs> talking out of one side of his face. <laughs> okay. It's kind uh, of what our baby looked like. I thought our baby looked more attractive than that. Well, now it does, but not at eight weeks it didn't. By the way, we are 13 weeks and a few odd days now, so I am I feel fully okay saying that at eight weeks it looked like a seahorse elephant man. Whatever, kid. If you go back and t- if, you, if you're now listening to this, I thought you looked attractive in your eight weeks picture, so. Is attractive an appropriate word to describe your unborn child? Just asking. You want your um, you want your born child to be unattractive? No, you don't want it to be unfortunate looking. <laughs> Definitely don't want it to be unfortunate looking. But attractive. Let's, let's face facts. <laughs> I know you're bad at math, Chrissy, but attractive plus attractive that equals mega attractive. Oh, I don't know. Wasn't there? Um, I, I, I don't. No, they don't cancel. They don't cancel each other. I don't know. Have you not seen Billy Joel's daughter? Have you not seen Billy Joel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he was with Christy Brinkley. I know. That was not attractive plus attractive. So she was half attractive. There are people who are attractive plus attractive and their kid comes out with no, attractive. No, there's been attractive studies. Just Google it. <laughs> oh, really? There has been? Yes. All right. Although we talked about a study uh, last year on my show 
that apparently um, attractive people are more likely to have females, girls. I have heard that as well. And this is sad but true. Babies. We're going to have a super girl since so we're mega attractive. You, wow, your confidence is like on the roof now. <laughs> she got flying out of your vagina, it, ready to save the world. Your, your confidence before this baby was like on the stairs. And now that you found out that we were pregnant, it was like, phew, through the chimney on the roof that we're both super attractive. Um, what, but, you were talking down about our no, unborn child's no, non-attractive looks. But you know what? You didn't say non-attractive. I just said attractive was a weird word. And you know what else is sad, though? In, I get it. It's an evolutionary thing, but it's kind of sad. What? Babies prefer good-looking people to raise them and to be around them. Well, my studies have proved that true. No, it really is Because every time I'm around a baby, it just, like, reaches for me. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a baby-attractive magnet. Maybe it wants to pull your giant face. Well, no, they're just pretty much aghast that someone could be like 20 times taller than they are. Yeah, it's true. They are looking <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> totally flabbergasted. Whoa. You know, but that's a legitimate study. Apparently they had um, babies be fed b- by um, pictures of either supermodels or like not cute people. They like force fed these babies pictures of, of supermodels <laughs> no the babies could pick they could pick whether you said, they you said force fed them oh i did i, like, I have no brain I was like, <laughs> these poor babies <laughs> they're like reaches for their bottle on the side this is like crumbling up pictures of supermodels and putting it in the baby's mouth <laughs> I wouldn't like supermodels in my mouth that way either. (laughs) That way. I like that you had to clarify. (laughs) That way. Good job. One at a time, scientists. But apparently, uh, time and time again, the babies chose the picture of the Choked on the picture of the hot? (laughs) Chose the picture of the hot chick or the hot guy as opposed to the average or not good looking person for whom they wanted to have feed them. Wait, so no one got fed the average person? <laughs> the average supermodel didn't go in anyone's mouth. No, but her I need to be... Who's the person... Who's the average or, you know, unfortunate-looking person? Is it, like, from iStock? Is it, like, a, a lady with, like, one brow? It can't be... No, I don't think it's, like, one brow. But it's, like, picking somebody who's on Dr. Phil as a guest versus Ryan Gosling. What if Ryan Gosling's on Dr. Phil? That's different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, this great study. <laughs> I've learned so much. <laughs> so what else? We went off on a tangent, guys. You thought I didn't have an attention span or brain before, people? Oh. Oh, my God, guys. <laughs> you should talk to me now. <laughs> Go back and listen to our last, like, 12 weeks of shows. <laughs> you know, all those sighs in the background of me. That's me just... You know, just... Ex- exclaiming you're exclaiming <laughs> yes. are you sure you don't have pregnancy brain too no i'm, I'm, I'm just in the moment it's funny though because people are very nice about it so when you start making mistakes they're like oh you just, it's okay you just have pregnancy brain i'm like no this is just chrissy brain and now i have something to blame it on it's been interesting it's been an interesting few weeks he <laughs> says that and i know that interesting really means like holy crap get me out of here and but I have to say he's he's been very very good. Good. Yeah. And he's I'm super attractive. Nice. I know, right? Plus plus. Jackpot. Um, no, I mean, it's been interesting. I don't think you've had a lot of morning sickness, but you've definitely had afternoon and evening sickness. But not in the traditional sense that people are going to be thinking where I'm nauseous or. You're really scared about someone thinking that you might have been Bobby. nauseous. No, I'm not. It's just, I, it's a misnomer to call it morning sickness implies nausea. Or evening sickness also implies nausea. Being, you know, curled up in the fetal position, clutching your head, it's not, you know, kind of looks sick to me. Yeah, but that's not... Not what, eating. Yeah, but that's not what they call morning sickness. That's I didn't, just I didn't a, say you had morning sickness. I, had, I said you had... Evening sickness. Afternoon and evening sickness. Kind of the same. No, um, he's right that I didn't have an appetite for a long time, but I feel like that's kind of coming back. 
Uh, I've had yeah. headaches and backaches and... We have like four jar- jars of pickles in our refrigerator. We have two. And they were on sale. And I'm more um, prone to um, bacterial colds, viruses, that sort of stuff. So I catch things a lot easier, which you would think would be the opposite. You would think that you'd have a better immune system. But no. So people always go, oh, are you feeling okay? Have you been nauseous throwing up at all? I'm like, I haven't had that, but I've had everything else. No, you're like, I have not thrown up. (laughs) Yeah, I get really adamant about it. You're wanting like a non-throw-up medal at the end, I guess. I'm having a little bit of a hard time recognizing when too much is too much information. Like, people ask me how I'm feeling, and I kind of tell them everything, and then I look at them, and I'm like, that was too much information, wasn't it? You didn't really want to know all that. And people go, well, I asked. Oh, no. I don't even want to know what you're saying to people. I'm not saying anything, like, really gross or bad. Like, basically... Well, my vagina... I'm not talking about my vagina. Although people misunderstand if I talk about things anywhere below the waist, they automatically think I'm talking about my vagina. And I'm like, I didn't say a word about my vagina, people. Well, they're just used to you. (laughs) (laughs) Chrissy's talking about her vagina again, guys. That happened with like four people at work today. Just nod your head and walk away. Four people. And I was like, I didn't say a word about my vagina. Your life is just a long vagina monologue, Chrissy. Evidently. And we're all those... Dudes that got hoodwinked into <laughs> going to vagina monologue with their girlfriend. Hey, at least I'm not doing it in a British accent. Is this it time. over yet? Aww. How many can there be? <laughs> a lot. A lot of vaginas. That lady's vagina has been talking for 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, it's been fun. Uh, we are due in the summertime. Late summertime. Summer, summertime. Um, Our babies are going to be hot. It will. Our baby actually (laughs) will legitimately be hot when it comes into this world. Attractive and warm temperature. Well, we live in California, so it's bound to happen. Um, We're having an ocean birth. Yes, we're going to have an ocean birth. (laughs) We don't know exactly what we're having yet. We'll find out eventually. We're having a baby. We talked about it. Right. But people go, what are you having? What do you hope to have? I'm like, a child. Yes. So that's a, all we know right now. An attractive child. According to the ultrasound, it has arms and a leg. I say leg because I didn't see the other one. And a big friggin' head. It's got a big, big ass hand. And it's got a, and a big old belly. Yes. I did like the belly. The belly was pretty cute kept arching its neck so we pretty much ceased uh director's month to (laughs) watch two baby kid related uh comedies that chrissy had never seen before this is true and we yielded to our public on this like basically the second we let this news out yielded to our public i know well because we we the second we put this the royal couple will yield to the public (laughs) via facebook to get two movies that will they will deign to watch And they're small about a free time because they're very important people. <laughs> We're very attractive. Very, very attractive. <laughs> I'm going to have super mega attractive babies. Very important. We will feed them supermodels. <laughs> Bought up paper with supermodels on them. This is how most of our conversations go nowadays, by the way. Uh, but yeah, people were super sweet on Facebook, and they were like, for your next podcast, you should do one of these movies, and they named like six. Um, I'd already seen a good portion of them. I was kind of proud. One of them was Debbie Does Dallas. I was like, <laughs> I don't remember a baby in that movie. Justin. <laughs> Maybe like nine months after the movie was shot. Justin, that was your suggestion. Oh. Yeah. It was. They were suggesting things like Rosemary's Baby, which I had already seen, and Father yeah. of the Bride Part 2, which is my favorite. Let's not talk about that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. We love it. And then that horror movie called Inside that I told you that I would... Oh, yeah. And you're like, no, I'm just telling you no now so you don't kill me. Guys, if you like really scary, screwed up horror movies, like really screwed up, <laughs> and you like... Pregnant women. <laughs> you should watch this. Is it French? I think it's French. Called Inside. But are, it's the name of the movie. But are the pregnant women being uh, victimized? Oh yes. Well, it's, then why would you? Why would you one, say 
one pregnant woman. Well, wait a minute then. What? Why would you say, if you like pregnant women, watch this movie? <laughs> That's like, do you like puppet dogs? Do you like puppet dogs and pussy cats? <laughs> Then you should watch this horrible animal cruelty video. What kind of voice was that? Was that your pedophile voice? Do you like dogs? Do you like puppy dogs? Pussy kids. Chrissy's got this weird bow constrictor pillow for her pregnancy, and she's like, It's called the Snoogle. Snoogle. Anyway, I'm laughing a lot. Really, really screwed up horror movies. <laughs> like the imagine, you remember Strangers? You love the Strangers with Liv Tyler. Oh yeah. They're like that was. They're in their yeah. house and there's all these crazy people. That's inside times ten plus a pregnant woman. Mm. Yeah. Don't even Google it if you just like really scared, like bad, <laughs> bloody. Horror movies. If you like violence perpetrated against <laughs> pregnant women, watch this flick. I didn't say that. You said if you like scary movies or if you like pregnant women, you should watch this movie. And I was like, wait a second. Hold on. I, I didn't really saw it well. <laughs> no, no. No, you did not. Anyway, we did not watch either of those movies. No, we did not. We watched one movie from the... 80s and one movie from the 90s, both comedies that Chrissy has never seen before until now. Ta-da! One of them is called... Fahrenheit! And the other one is... <laughs> we saw... Nine months. Nine months! So, Chrissy... Yes? Let's talk about Parenthood because we saw it the first. And I remembered it! <laughs> what did you think of Parenthood? Uh, it's funny because we watched the the dramedy now that airs and so i went in grateful that i had a little bit of background because i knew that it was very loosely based the program that is on the movie and you were very good about explaining like this is like the sarah character this is like the what's his face uptight character this is like the erica christensen character yes that was very nice of me you really were because i was like oh okay i get it now okay there's a lot of people to remember um was it as good as the TV show? I don't think so. But I don't. I couldn't tell if that was because it was dated or the themes were also kind of dated or what. Hmm. I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. And it had Steve Martin. And pretty much any movie with Steve Martin in it is an automatic win for me. In general. I think he's just really great. Um, but I mean, this was like a slightly less uptight version of George Bonks for him. No? Shaking your head at me? Well, it's hard to compete with a movie that you've seen 4,000 times. Every party has a pooper. That's why we invite you. <laughs> um, no, I love Parenthood. I think it's very underrated. Really? Well, and Okay, so apparently I'm, a, I'm of, of the crowd that is helping underrate it. Can you tell me why? Um, well, I hadn't seen it in a while. And while I was watching it with you, I was like, man, I wish they would have... Like, I almost would have rather seen the continuation of this movie's story than the parenthood that we have now, which is way more dramatic and less comedic. Really? Yeah. Maybe just because I like some of the actors and... I don't know. I like the more comedic type of family, uh, you know, TV show. You, you are a child it's, it's, of the 80s. It's a little maudlin. What do you mean a child of the 80s? What does that mean? It means that you kind of like that whole, you know, 80s family vibe of like what? the kind of I, misfitty kids, funny, but you know, heart of gold. Same thing with the parents. If they, they don't totally have their crap together, but they also are fun have heart of gold. They all sit at <laughs> the table at the end of the day and they have like meatloaf. <laughs> and then and it's like... I don't know what any... Ship it above butter in the background. I don't know why any of that makes it 80s. Like, you better... It's so 80s. That's, that's 90s and, and the double zeros. It's like Family Matters meets Full House meets Family Ties. I don't know what you're talking Meets Growing Pains. No. Yes. No. No. Um, and, <laughs> and I love the TV show. I think it's kind of weird to compare a TV show that now, what, we're in the second season? Deep, deep into third. deep into the second or third whatever season and you know a uh, two hour movie 
Like, I want... I think Steve Martin is, plays the perfect dad. You would agree, since you love Father of the Rod, too. So, I watch. Every birthday is a cool birthday. <laughs> he's um, amazing in parenthood. Um, and though he's never had a kid in real life. Oh, that's true. Like, it's it's weird. Like, he's in all these kid movies, Father the Bride, Parenthood, Cheaper by the Dozen, all that stuff. Never had a kid in real life. Oh my gosh, that's so weird. Maybe his whole career, he's just been around kids and he's like, screw this. <laughs> this, is <laughs> this is enough. This is a terrible idea. But, um... That makes yeah. me wonder, though, like, if we're kind of doing that whole thing where, like, well, they play such a good version of this, like, yet they don't do that in real life. Like, Glenn Close plays a good man. Why isn't she being a man in her everyday life? Because clearly she can be. What are you smoking? What are you talking about? I don't know what just happened. Your snoogle is too tight. <laughs> I do have it wrapped around me right now like a curly cue. But him, um, Diane Weiss, who... You know, I love this movie. She's a great mom, even though she sometimes dates vampires in The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, I think of her being in Practical Magic. I hate that movie. (gasps) What? We're not talking about Practical Magic. What? Yeah. What's wrong with you? Um, Parenthood also has Keanu Reeves. Keanu. And you know how I feel about Keanu Reeves. You feel about him the same way you feel about Tom Cruise. I think they're awesome. <laughs> exactly. Um, Rick Moranis is in this. You got very sad at one point. You were like, oh. And I was thinking, oh, maybe somebody came on screen that like died and he misses them. And you were like, I, I miss Rick Moranis. He doesn't do <laughs> movies anymore. It's true. Oh. You were so sad. It's true. It's so sad. Why doesn't he do movies anymore? Did he, like, officially retire? Um, I seem to remember, and I'm t- totally wrong and probably thinking this, maybe something happened to his wife, and he was, like, wanted to focus on his kids. Oh. Maybe he got tired of Hollywood, whatever. Too many Honey, I did the fill in the blanks. He only did two. And the three? He shrunk them, and then he blew one up. No, 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 no. No, what was the other one? There were three. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I don't think so. Pretty sure. What's the one with the giant baby in the red overalls? That's Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. There was one in between. That's the second one. That was one. like the third one. No, that was the second one. For real? Pretty sure. Hmm. He needs to come back. He could be in... He could be... Honey, I honey, I Shrunk the Grandkids. <gasps> Hollywood, don't steal that idea from me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Bring back Rick, Rick Moranis and have Honey, I Shrunk the Grandkids. Rick, Rick, Rick. Rick, Rick, Rick. I didn't mean to, but I shrunk the grandkids. I don't know. Several times during during Parenthood, the movie, I just, it reminds me of my weirdly, you know, convoluted family. Oh, you said that at one point. You were like, this reminds me of my family. And I was like, how? Why? What? You were like, in a, in a good just way. the different personalities. And I was like, okay, so which one are you? And you were like... We're not anyone specific. I'm just a, the blendedness. I'm the grandma that can't hear anything. Yes, that's who you are. You're the grandma who's like, okay, when she's told she's going to go I definitely see else. a little bit of uh, my mom and, like, Diane Weiss's character in this. Okay. <laughs> There's a great scene uh, where the whole family's, what are they having, like, a surprise birthday party and they turn out the lights? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, the, the lights go out. And they have Steve Martin looking for the fuse. And instead of a oh, fuse, yeah. he finds a vibrator. That was pretty amazing. And everybody cracked up. See, in more uptight families, they'd be like, my heavens. What do you have? So what do you not like about it? I know. I did like it. I think that I found it. You didn't like Martha Plimpton, apparently. I've never been, a, I think, a big fan of her. Of she, I should say. Why? I don't know. It's it's I, I I don't dislike her, but I find that I just kind of tolerate her. She you know, she doesn't turn me on. Kind of like the babies with the supermodels in their mouth. Kind of. Except you know, Martha's actually going to be stopping by my show next week. So. Oh, well, I hope she's not listening to this and heard you just trash her. I didn't trash her. Maybe in person she'll do it for me. Maybe we'll just tolerate her in person. <laughs> not nice. Honestly, I felt like, and I said this at the very beginning when we first started discussing this, I feel like the 
whole thing was kind of dated. It just felt that way to me. Okay. And what felt dated about it? I don't know if it was just the situations. Because I'm on the other side of the fence. I kind of felt that it it's not dated. It's kind of timeless. Really? Got some timeless themes. Well, it does have some in that. I mean, you're always going to have... still funny. You're always going to have to deal with, you know, the possibility of a teen pregnancy happening in the family or um, an unplanned pregnancy after years of marriage and you're not sure you can even afford this latest one. You know, things like that. Bad dads. Yeah, I mean, you're right in that those are timeless. And yet, and I can't put my finger on why, somehow the way they were handled in this, I mean, I'm sure worked at the time, but... 20 years later, 30 years later, you look back and you're, I felt like it just seemed dated. Like the way they were worried about certain things or like, we're so liberal. It's going to be okay if you're married to Keanu Reeves and have a baby. It just seemed like it was almost like, yeah, this was definitely the late eighties and we're trying to like. You're so surprised that someone will have a baby with Keanu Reeves? No, (laughs) it's not. No. Uh huh. I don't know. I, like I said, I, I, I'm not able to put my finger on why it just felt that way and i don't think it was you know because the stupid hair or the closet is the way it was shot or, it, or anything like that it was just there was something dated in, in the family structure like i was like i don't know any family that would deal with the way things were dealt with now the way they were then well let me ask you this yes so let's just say you're at chunky e. cheese do i have to be yes can I be like at my gym? Got a couple kids. They're having fun. Okay. The other side, members of the family are there. Good times. You mean my kids are having fun? Your kids are kind of having fun. Okay. All of a sudden, you find out your oldest kid, who's kind of autistic, loses his retainer and starts crying. You remove him from the situation. What's the question? Do you go looking in the trash for the retainer? No. You don't? Of course not. What if it's a golden retainer? <laughs> what is it? Gold? Come on. Is it 50 cents, kids? Diamond encrusted retainer. 50 cent had a baby with me and well, like... Steve Martin and Mary Seachburg's characters, they went through the trash looking for a retainer. Because their kid was like, I lost my retainer. No, I... Yeah, but... See, that's just it. Like, I don't think now... Can you imagine that really happening on, like, the show Parenthood now? They'd be like, they'd be like, Max, calm down. We'll call the dentist. We'll get you a new one. It's going to be okay. You know, like, they would try to remove him from the, um, excuse me, the situation and, you know, deflect to something different. He'd be mad and we'd all see, like, how upsetting and painful it is. But, like, that would be it. They would not, Christina would not be going through the trash trying to find it. You lost hundred dollars. You look for it. A couple hundred dollars. You look for it. Is that what they said? No. Isn't it dental insurance? Like, are we sure they had dental insurance? Well, they had a lot of kids. I hope they had dental insurance for their. Well, they sake. had one less kid than the same family. No, wait, one more kid, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, maybe if we were, like, on hard times and desperate, I might. But, you know, barring that, I would not. Hmm. Or you ask an employee as you're leaving, because people have done this to me a million times. Hey, when you guys clean up later tonight, no rush, but if you happen to find this missing item, here's my phone number. Please call me. My whining kid's retainer. Yeah, that's it. You know, a a lot of people at LH, there's a lot of, like, crime and gunfire at... Chuck E. Cheese's in the L.A. area, I think. Every time I see the news, it's like something happened at Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese in, in a lot of years. But um, I think the last time we went, I was probably like 15 and helping my other 15-year-old friend babysit her little sister, who was two. Mm-hmm. And it was... That can't was, be too hard. Just stick them in that helicopter. It just goes up and down. Yeah, she got bored easily. But it was it was grimy. It was like you walk in and you're like, oh, I don't think I want them to touch things. You know, like... You don't want to put them in the ball pit. It's a cesspool. You don't want to... People. It, it's a cesspool, let me tell you. Uh, like, yeah, you just like, oh, I don't want to put them in the ball pit. I don't want I them... I love that this has become a Yelp review of Chuck E. Cheese's. <laughs> no! Well, you brought it up! Because <laughs> they were at that place. Right. 
Yes. So, yeah, I mean, now I think we're fortunate in L.A., actually, that we have so many other great alternatives that aren't your typical stupid Chuck E. Cheese with the guy in the furry, scary costume and some really bad pizza. So the other question for you is, you have a teenage daughter. She's dating this dude. Okay. You you go to pick up your prince at the photo hut. Mm -mm. You get her prince. She gets hers. You look at the prince, naked pictures of her and her dude doing it. Do you look through every single print like she I don't did? think I could. I, I don't think I could. I was like, <laughs> I was like, going, stop hmm. looking. Don't you get, have like the basic idea of what happened? You know what? I'd be looking through it going, oh. Oh. No. Hmm. Now you sound like you're back to talking about your attractive baby. <laughs> oh. It's so bad. People are going to think you're the pedophile. Earlier, like, is that your pedophile voice? I'm like, I don't know, Justin. No, is it this the guy from Saturday Night Live? I know. I was kidding. Mm-hmm. But, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, my primary reaction would be like, we get prints made? <laughs> Seriously? That's what dated this movie for you? <laughs> yeah. Um, and second of all, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think once you see, unfortunately, the first two or maybe three, like... I understand it's a train wreck, and there's a part of you that, like, can't tear your eyes away, but, like, I also imagine there's another side that's just pure horror, and you, like, have to tear your eyes away, because it's horrific for the parent. Not, I mean... It was the Keanu. She's like, oh. I mean, let's be, let's not be stupid for a minute. Teenagers are probably going to experiment with sex. It's our job, as the adults, to empower them with choices. With Camera, better camera no, choices. With choices. <laughs> better camera angles. That they can use to protect themselves. Like, give them their options and offer to help. Like a Cameron dental dam. Sure. So, at that point, you don't want to be like, oh, I'm a total prude. I can't believe my daughter is doing this. You can't, like, freak out. But at the same time, like, nobody wants to see it. And, and... This looks like these are very important prints. And I would talk to her more, not about, like, what she's doing, but I'd be like, Honey, you shouldn't let him take pictures like that because you might break up one day. What if he has negatives? And then she's like, what's a negative? And I'm like, okay, what if she he has the original on his iPhone 17 and and spreads them on the internet? Like, that's what what would be my fear. Then we have to hire the reputation people. This lighting is all wrong in this picture. Did you use Instagram? Instagram. Oh, my God. Nerd. Oh, man. Yeah. So, wait. So, what would you give final grade for Parenthood the movie? Yeah, B. Is there anything we missed that you love to talk about? Not particularly. It was an enjoyable movie for its time. Did you know the diarrhea song? Did you learn the diarrhea song from watching? I I knew the diarrhea song, but I knew a different version of it. Different verses? Yeah. Verses? Like, yeah, what they sang, I was like, that's not how it goes. It's like the telephone game changes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's the version I know. B plus or B minus, you said? I said B or B minus. B or B minus? Yeah. And you give the show... B plus. What's your favorite thing about the show? It just feels more real to me. More real? Yes. More depressing? No, but you know that that's a big thing with me anyway. Whenever we're watching movies, sometimes I'm like, oh, come on. Who says that? Or who does that? Or that, that, yeah, that would happen. And you're always like, Chrissy, it's a movie. And I'm like, I understand. I'm not asking them, like, to, you know, not fly on unicorns if that's what the movie's about. But... Can you be a little real? <laughs> the one where they fly on unicorns. That's actually the name of it. <laughs> the one where they fly on unicorns. <laughs> it's like Friends episode. Oh man! Well, you know it's kind of hard, Chrissy, when we, you and me, are so well versed in the documentary of child rearing, aka sixteen and pregnant, aka oh, Teen Mom, we aka Teen Mom Two. Maybe that's why we waited so long for this one. We were like, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> <Get> in check. <laughs> we're in the film room studying, <laughs> drawing charts, graphs. I'm not good at graphing. Anyway. I gave myself a cootie shot. We actually just watched Teen Mom right before this. We did. And it's like an exercise in what not to do. With our favorite mom and 
daughter duo Barbara and Janelle. Janelle! Are you seeing Kifa? Kifa's on the weed. Don't be smoking the weed. <laughs> they're both so screwed up. I love both oh, of them, man. I know. They're terrible. Oh, no. It's really unfortunate um, when I find myself caring about... <laughs> you do. And you care. These these girls and their babies. I love when you send me things in like an IM or an email. You're like, oh, man. Look what happened to Leah and her babies. <laughs> I'm like, wait, which Dude, one's Leah again? I read, I read a National Enquirer that that she was having another baby with another dude. And I read that she lost the baby. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's. I know. You're like, look at this one. Kaylin is a lesbian, and she's back with Joe. And I'm like, wait, which is it? I don't know. It's both. Those are my stories, man. <laughs> You watch Bold and the Beautiful. I watch Teen Mom and Sixteen and Pregnant. And I watch them with you. I know. It's our stories. Yes. Oh, Mama's watching her stories. What's your favorite Teen Mom? Of the original cast or the second cast? All of them. Oh, I have to pick one? Yes. Can we pick the non-parents' parents? What? (laughs) Is that a viable choice? The non-parents' parents? What does that even mean? Tyler and Caitlin. Oh, they're your favorite. Well, they're, like, clearly the most level-headed of the bunch. Um, Although they have been talking about how they were all, they were parents but gave their kid up for five seasons now. Wait, what? What? Which, I don't understand what you just said. The fact that they're still on the show, but they are they don't have a baby. Yeah. But they talk about her a lot. They do. Um, so, wait, no. What, what are our options? Amber, like, oh, the MTV cameras are back. Let's talk okay. about... Let's start with how much we missed the, the kid. Um, what You're, are our choices? We, we've got her on this blanket. We've got her on this massive poster in our room. Oh, man. She's on my keychain, on my cell phone. Yeah, they just, like, burn her picture to random <laughs> things. Um, so there's Tyler and Caitlin. There's Amber. There's Farah. I like Macy. Oh, Macy, I forgot. That's the one I was forgetting. I, I like Macy as well. And um, <laughs> in the second group, there is Leah, Caitlin... Um, the uh, girl who we oh Janelle. I like Kaylin, other than Janelle and Barbara, of course, who are my favorites. <laughs> oh no! And then wait, who's the other one? Oh, the princess. What's her name? Is it Stacy? <laughs> no. What's her name? They call me Stacy. It's not my name. I call her too tan. Oh, she is too tan. Her daughter's name is Aubrey. I remember that. Yeah, I like the daughter's I like, cute. I like her daughter more than her. Me too. Her dad just does all the work, basically. Because her baby daddy's an idiot. I feel like she and Farrah could be friends. Oh, Farrah. They both like tanning a lot. We hate Farrah the most. We don't like Farrah. It's true. Oh. Farrah's such a pain. It's terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Caitlin is Caitlin and Macy. I love we're talking about this. I know Caitlin and Macy are clearly the best moms. <laughs> um, but Janelle's very entertaining, which is unfortunate for Jay's. I kind of want to start. Um, like a fantasy 16 and pregnant teen mom uh, group where instead of like RPG picking players, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> like every, every. You did not just confess on the podcast. Every time Farrah. Every time Farrah bitches about something, like you get like two points. Oh, I thought it was going to be a role playing group, like for real. Like where you go online and meet in the chat room and like one of you is pretending to be Farrah. No. Like you do a little signature at the end with like butterflies and I'm hearts. talking like fantasy football, but fantasy. Teen mom, 16 pregnant. I don't know. See, I, but Janelle's kind of on the same level of entertaining as Amber, where you're like, very, what? very sad, but... Oh, I hate Amber, but I... pain. I'm not... But when I say I, I love Barbara and Janelle, I don't mean, like, I love them. <laughs> I just think they're the most entertaining to some on, the sh- on either of the shows. I happened to catch Janelle's episode of 16 and Pregnant not too long ago. Yeah. It is amazing how different... Things were not too long ago. Before all the meth. Yeah. And same thing. And I the saw, weed. I saw Amber's too. And it was the same thing. I was like, oh my God. Amber didn't have a huge temper. It was crazy. Oh. Higher voice. She's like, Gary and I are going to get married. Learning new things. I know. So the other movie we watched was what? Ugh, Gary. I'm sorry. Um, nine months. Nine months. See, we we remembered. We're so good. I remembered. Well, we both had to think about it for a second. It was a Hugh Grant movie, and apparently his first uh, big Hollywood movie. I didn't know that. 
Really? Yeah, it's very red. Well, it's good to see that his movies got better. <laughs> no kidding. Well, the funny thing is, is that you were like, I can't believe you haven't seen this. You're a huge Bridget Jones fan. I'm like... It's true, you are. I'm like, okay, just I'm like a Bridget Jones fan for the content, not because I like Renee or because I like Hugh Grant. And you were like, but still, don't you see the movies of the people from that one movie that you love? And I'm like, no, they didn't come out like anywhere near each other. You're like, it was pretty close. I'm like, it was like six years apart. And you're like, that's close. Got an excuse for everything. It was just pretty funny. So what do you think about nine months? Do you learn anything about babies? Uh, nine months. I learned that they used to do ultrasounds on VHS tapes as opposed to giving you a picture or a DVD. What do you think they were going to be done on Etch a Sketch? <laughs> Doodle art? This is your baby! And then they shake it. <laughs> no! It's lost forever! Oh my god, that'd be so great. Oh man. Um, um yes, yeah, so I learned that I learned that Julianne Moore had really bad bangs and had a bad haircut back then. Yeah, not a big fan of nine months. Yeah, there's not really not much to be a fan of. It's unfortunate because I feel like Hugh Grant got better and better with his movies like you first mentioned. Julianne Moore also I, I, got better and better. I think he got the same and the same. The movies around him just got better. Maybe. He's always the same. Maybe he just kind of found it's his like, niche. My name is Hugh Grant. I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable about about what's ever going on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable about being a ladies' man. I'm comfortable about having kids. Well, I can't decide whether or not he found his niche or the niche just found him. You know, like eventually it was like, all right. I'm comfortable about people talking about me on the podcast. He's not always uncomfortable. He wasn't uncomfortable in Bridget Jones. He was a dick. That's true. He was good in that. Um, I think that's his his best. I agree. And uh, Julianne Moore also clearly got better with age and with movies. Well, her character in this just didn't really serve her well. That's true. Like she, He was a gigantic douche, but she was pretty much playing up to his doucheness. But you know who drove me really crazy? Who? Tom Arnold and Joan Cusack. <laughs> I like Joan Cusack in almost everything she does. I couldn't stand her in this. She had, like, I think one moment in the whole movie where I didn't hate her. It was because she was having empathy for Julianne Moore. And I was like, oh, look at this low-key moment where I actually don't want to gouge my eyes out. And then, like, in the next scene, I'm like, oh, somebody make her stop. And he, But Tom was even worse. Like, any time Tom was on, on camera, I was, oh, oh, I hated, I hated it. I don't think it's necessarily even his fault. I'm sure that's a writing and direction. Well, they basically played the most annoying couple of all time. Right. But it was played to the hilt. It wasn't... I can't even say it was played for laughs. It was it was farcical. To 11. Yes. Up to 11. Yes. It was just like a farce. Yeah. Um, and speaking of farce, the, the my favorite part of the movie, just because the sheer hilarity of... His accent and the things they made him do was Robin Williams. Oh, he was by far and away the As best the part of the movie. Chief of obstruction? Obstruction? Obstetrics. No, no, he's not obstruction. He's obstetrics. Oh, man. You have a small pussy. <laughs> what? I see the hair on your sweater. You have small pussy at home. You should get rid of it. He's the best part. <laughs> he really is. Well, he awesome. Awesome. Often is the most awesome part of uh, the movie that he's in. I think. In general. I mean, maybe he wasn't the most <laughs> awesome part of, like, one hour photo. Have you seen one hour photo? Yes. Speaking of getting prints. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Holy hell. And I don't think he was, like, the best part of the movie about Smooshy. <laughs> oh, wait. Death to... <laughs> Smoochie? I guarantee you've never seen that movie. <laughs> I know John Stewart is in it. <laughs> I love that you just called it Smooshy. <laughs> What's it really called? Death to Smoochie? Is that it? I think Smooshy was that middle Honey, I Shirt the Kids movie that you swear, swear existed. Honey, I Smooshed the Kids. <laughs> in the smoosh bed. The smoosh room? Oh, now we're just getting weird. No? Okay. Smooshy. <laughs> Death, Death is smooshy. 
<laughs> That's actually a good movie as well. Um, <laughs> it is, because I heard it was terrible. One time, um, I was at UNC. This was before I was a freshman, and I was walking at like 5 o'clock to Subway to get me a Subway sandwich. You like Subway. <laughs> so it was dusk. It was dusk upon the Tar Heel lands <laughs> oh, as I walked to get my sandwich alone. And... Um, they were filming Patch Adams there um, on campus when I was there. He's the best part of Patch Adams. So I was walking. All of a sudden, I see this small, hairy man walking towards me. I'm like, that could be Robin Williams. And like, I got closer. I'm like, holy shit, it's him. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Guess what I did? What did you do? I walked very fast, very fast past him going, hi. <laughs> it was totally like the, awkward, too. Like, the arc. The awkward high. And I'm sure because he's so little and you're so big. He probably didn't even hear it. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, it like four feet to, for it to go, like the the sound waves to go like down. That's like a scene on the cutting room floor of twins where, you know, Arnie just walks by Danny and goes like, hi. <laughs> Danny doesn't hear a thing. So sad. Oh, sorry. It's funny because I've seen when you like really like someone and you see them in person, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> That person is there. What do I do? And I'm like, you have two choices. Either That's pretty much every time. Like, don't do anything and act like everything's fine. Or, like, nicely approach them and be like, hey, I don't want to bug you. I just want to let you know I'm a big fan. Nice to meet you. And then walk away. That's it. Two options. A and B. Guess yeah. which one I always pick. Always A. <laughs> and not only do you always... No, wait. Diane, actually... Diane Keaton's here. Wait. <laughs> That you pick option C, because option A is to just pretend like nothing was happening and be cool about it. Option C is to go, oh my god, this person is here and I don't know what to do. And then after giving the options goes, I still don't know what to do. Chrissy, you go talk to them. And then I'm like, no, I'm fine, I want to. Unless they stand stand up to me like, uh, whatchamacallit, at M Cafe. Yeah. And then you do the date night thing where you're like, stand there and I'll take a picture of you. <laughs> what can I say, man? It's pretty funny. Dude, if I was at like Ralph's and one of the teen moms were there, <laughs> both me and you would be like, oh my God. I don't know though. If it were Janelle, I'm not sure I'd want to stop her because I'd be like, she's going to beat me. If it was Barbara, I would definitely go up to her. You would totally go up to Barb's. And I'd get pictured like, I'd be like, Barb, let's go. Drink some beers now. Barbs, <laughs> let's talk about Janelle. I don't want to talk about Janelle. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, Barbs, <laughs> let's go be friends. Oh, man. Jace is big now. I know. It's crazy. He's getting bigger every day. Poor Jace. Where's your mommy? Go find your mommy, Jace. I'm so confused. Jace is like, what's a mommy? Oh, man. Nine months. Back to nine months. Back to nine months. I thought that Julianne Moore looked bigger than she should have when they were like, oh, we're just past the three-month mark now. I'm sure it's okay to try sexual relations. And she's like, like not out to here, but she had like a belly. I'm like, who looks like that? And Hugh Grant's uncomfortable. Well, yeah. But she was wrong. She was misinformed on her information. I'm like, I know we didn't have Google back then, but we had what to expect when you're expecting. <laughs> Like, you can read. Since you've gotten pregnant, you've gotten really, really adamant about, like, how big women are. Like, how big they should be for certain months. No, I haven't. I just commented on that movie. Who, who else have I commented on? No, you go to, like, Baby Center and, like, you got your little group and they post pictures. You're like, look at this girl. She's, like, Justin. three months and she looks like she's seven months. First of all... I think that you're mislabeling what I did today as that because today there wasn't that there was a feature article on this is what your belly will look like postpartum and it was like a slideshow Honey, and I was looking at it. Y- 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 you show me stuff all baby center all the time. Yeah, but most of it's like drama and infighting and this girl's like, I hate dogs. I want to get rid of it. And everyone's like, you are a horrible person. So what are you, do you have a pooch? What's going on down there? What's the update? Who asks? <laughs> So, so, what's so, up? Do, do a pooch? By the way, my favorite... I want to see the baby. My favorite was the call from your dad, whom I love. And he was like, hey, so what's going on? How you feeling? So, I was talking to Justin. And, uh, Thanks for selling me out, dad. Uh, that so, sucks. So, 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 do you have a little pooch? 
Yeah, I'll push that. And this was like puppy dog, Luke. <laughs> and this is like a week and a half ago too, where I clearly had no pooch and was like looking at you with this surreptitious glance of like, I will kill you in your sleep. Well, you tell someone you're pregnant, instantly their eyes go down to your belly. Yeah, that that happens a lot now. Let me tell you, I can see it all the time. People are looking at me like while we're talking. You need to get one of those long flowy shirts and just be like, nope. It's not coming out till I tell it's coming out. You ain't gonna see it. You ain't gonna see it. Um, I, it's funny because I've, I've heard other women echo this sentiment to answer your question truthfully. Mm-hmm. In the morning, don't really have a pooch. I feel like I look pretty normal. Um, mid afternoon. Once you add the the bagel or the, <laughs> the English muffin, English muffin to it. Yeah, I, I was. I told um, a girl who I work with today because I was like, oh, I feel so like blah, like bloated. She goes, well, you have a baby. I go, no, I have a food baby and I have a real baby, and they're parked on top of each other like tandem parking. But the, that's kind of like so. Yeah, in the morning I feel like I, I still look totally normal. Mid afternoon I just look like maybe I ate a big breakfast, and then like by now I feel like I look like bloated and like bleh, There's a belly. Let it hang out, man. Well, right now I am. But in the morning, I'll go back to looking kind of normal. It's kind of like that. And then I've heard women say that what happens is, is that happens for a while. And then one day, you wake up and it's just like whatever that kind of bulge you had last night didn't go away like it normally does. It got bigger. Yeah, and it's just there. Like, it doesn't go away again. Hmm. So I've heard that that will happen. But for now, I'm still in the roller coaster phase of like, it's here, it's gone. It's here, it's gone. Every day. People even have you know still like, oh weird, you feel like you're But you more did yesterday. not puke. <sighs> no puking. No, but you're gonna give me another headache. <laughs> <laughs> and then over at work I'm looking at my pooch. Are you are you gaining any sympathy weight, Justin? Huh? Are you gaining any sympathy weight? Not until I have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not asking you to, I'm asking if you have. I don't know. I don't adhere to a scale. Ooh. Although I, I should pull out my scale that says like, "You're too cool." Or oh yeah, you did get this one at garage sale once. It was like, "You're awesome. You a hottie." Like I'm gonna pull that out. It's right there. It's in the closet. Awesome. See? Yes, we recorded our bedroom. <laughs> Where the best acoustics is. The best acoustics. Best acoustics. I don't know. I think the bathroom is the best. And the acoustics. ball constrictor pillow thingy. You know, I've heard stories about how husbands try it out one day and then they like it so much that they just, like, never give it back. <laughs> that would be great of me. Like, I'm here, like, tangled up and you're just, like, pregnant out of here. Just like, oh, thanks. Thanks. I th- you know what I think is really cute and I think unconscious on your part? What? I, we have a California king bed. And I feel like for the majority of our relationship, like, when it's time to sleep, we sleep. Like, go to bed, lay down, like, I'll see you in the morning. You know, like, we're not like the... Oh, we must lovey and touchy all the time. I see your arm. Wanna, wanna with a puppy dog. Stop. I feel like since I've become pregnant, you, I, I think again, it's unconscious, but like you are totally on my side of the bed, like all the time. Like I get up to pee sometimes and I come back and I'm like, I can't lay down. Like, there's Are you no sure that's not your bow constrictor pillow? No, I'm positive. I lift it up. It's like a placeholder. I lift it up and like, and you're right there and I feel badly because I don't want to like make you move. It's very sweet. But I'm like, I can't move. Like, I'm like this. And you're like, hi. Sorry. No, it's cute. Protecting my own board child from the bow constrictor pillow. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the snoogle wants to eat the baby, basically. Snoring away over here. Oh <laughs> no! I think it's cute, but I think it's a cute little unconscious thing that you've been doing. Look at you being protective. I'm gonna like hang on the edge from now on. No, don't be leave st- it on the edge. Don't be stupid. I didn't point it out to you for that purpose. I'm saying it was cute. Okay. And um. Also, also, I got a song for you. Oh, you have a song? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Is it my girl or something like that? Oh, jeez, Louise. Doesn't this make you, like, want to swing your unborn baby around? No. And sing to them? This makes me feel like I am seven years old again. And my mom told me that the song is dedicated to me, which she did. And every time it came on the radio for the next 
15 years, she'd point it out. She'd be like, your song, your song is on the radio. Or like she'd text me or whatever. Guess what? Guess what? What? Spoiler alert. This song is not dedicated to you. <laughs> but no, my mom dedicated it to me. Why? Because you were a baby. I was older than a baby when this came out. Doesn't that make you feel weird? No, because she's like, you're my baby. You're like, well, mommy, you're my baby. I just dedicated it back to you. No, that's so that weird. So is that not my baby. So is that carrot from Dirty Dancing? What? Baby. Oh. Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah. Um, real quick, by the way, for those of you who have not become pregnant yet, if you have pets and you do become pregnant, let me tell you, your dog's going to treat you differently. What are you saying, Chrissy? I'm saying that either, like some dogs apparently are, dog. are, <laughs> are freaked out and they like don't want to have anything to do with you. And then other dogs like Maggie, even though they followed you like before, like become your literal shadow. I cannot go to the bathroom without this dog following me. She's a black dog. What's that mean? Why she got to be black? <laughs> she could be a white shadow. <laughs> Color is your shadow purple? <laughs> oh man! Taupe? Yes, it's a taupe shadow. Kind of it's dark. <laughs> no, but she ain't really... no racist about that. It's a dark shadow. I mean, am I crazy in this? Or have you noticed at all? Like she I ain't ain't no baby in my uterus. No, I'm not saying following you around. But have you noticed that she seems to like be following me extra? Probably. She's waiting for it to drop. <laughs> she's, well, it's not like I'm playing with lunch meat and she's waiting for me to drop some she, on the ground. She hopes that baby has a, had a treat in its hand when it comes out. <laughs> she probably does hope that, but... She'd freak out. She'd be like... No, she, she... I just feel like she is paying extra attention to what I do. And she always did, so that's kind of like a fine line. But mm-hmm. I feel like she's just paying extra attention to what I do. Well, what do you expect? And what I'm like, who's well, probably because you're the only one in the apartment. <laughs> she's supposed to look at the people across the way or something. No, but like, I think that this, when we had her for the first few years, she was a classic daddy's girl. She, I mean, she, she loves you to death, but she was like a daddy's girl. She adheres to whoever's the most attractive in the apartment at the moment. <laughs> so when I get home, it's like, come on. No. Bring attention to me. But now, like, if, if you got up right now and walked out of this room, she wouldn't follow you. If I got up and walked out of this room, she'd follow me. If I told her I was going to get a treat, she'd follow me. Yeah, but you'd have to, like... That, if, that's, if I told her I was pregnant, maybe I could trick her into following Yeah, but you're, like, enticing her. Like, I would just get up and she'd follow me. You're my white chocolate shadow. <laughs> Why should I be wet? No, but I, anyway, just it's an interesting phenomenon when you have a dog. Um, see if you notice it. I've noticed that she likes to now rest her head a lot on my stomach when she's, like, laying down near me. Where are you laying down? I lay down on the carpet with her. You know, I say hi, and I lay down, like, that, or else with I cross legged. And she, like, comes up to me. She used to, like, always just put her head in my lap, and now she just kind of she puts it up like this on my belly. Oh, that's nice of her. I know. And she growls, and anybody gets near the door. Not when you, not when you're around, but when it's just me and her. If anybody comes anywhere near, like just climbing the stairs, she's like, and she gets really mad. It's a little cujo dog. I know, and I'm like, it's okay, and I have to tell her to calm down. I feel like she didn't really do that so much before. She would bark maybe. She's once probably seen inside that movie. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, no, she's guarding. She was in the room when I was watching it, so she learned things. She would. If anybody were to learn things, it would be Maggie. Oh, Maggie. So wait, what did you give nine months? Oh. Yeah, uh, see. See? Yeah. Being generous, maybe. I also didn't buy Julianne Moore as a dance teacher. <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. She could be in center stage, too, if she wanted to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would work. What do you give the movie? C-minus, D-plus. Ooh, snap. Yeah, I don't know why people uh, like say, like, oh, this is definitely on the top 10 or top 20 of pregnancy slash baby movies. I wanted like, to see why? Three Men and a Baby. But no. I didn't say no to that. You said you've seen part of it. I've seen part of it, but I didn't say no, I wouldn't see it. That You vetoed it based on the, pa- the fact that I've seen parts of it. Well, you don't know how much that is. I think I confused it a lot with Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> They're practically the same movie. 
<laughs> oh no, our baby's dead. <laughs> Pretend it's alive. <laughs> Three minute dead baby. Oh god. This is terrible. Let's go to Jamaica. Come on, dead baby. <laughs> Just dead. <laughs> The most foul smelling poop I've ever smelt. Came out of a zombie baby's butt. Here's what I understand about both movies Three Men and a Baby has a baby and it has crime, and it's like, we gotta keep the baby because there's crime. And then... <laughs> That's basically the plot of the movie. That's why I didn't want, want to watch it with you. And then Weekend at Bernie's is like, we gotta keep the old dead guy. Because we're crime. Problem with crime, and so we need to keep the old dead guy and make him a puppet. Because when I think of three minute baby <laughs> and weekend at Bernie's, I instantly think crime. Let's put on our mustaches, Jerry curls, and Hawaiian shirts, and go. <laughs> like, isn't that both movies? <laughs> oh man! I need a nap. Although three minute zombie baby. That you would love zombies. I don't know what you love more, Teen Mom or zombies. I do love zombies. It's true. I can't tell you how teen many times zombies. over the years you guys, Justin considers writing the Great American Screenplay, and he'll be like, "Okay, so it's about zombies." <laughs> it's like always, no matter what it is, zombies make an appearance. Cracks me up. Oh well, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> don't be jealous. Zombie Teen Mom. I'd watch it. <laughs> you would you too. <laughs> Janae. <laughs> Chase wants your brains. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, we got to stop now. Yes. We're getting a little crazy. Sorry, guys. Sorry. We, we plan on making this short, but when A, we have big news, and B, one of us didn't sleep last night, it makes for a ping, ping podcast sorry guys i was researching for this podcast all night <laughs> yeah justin's the one that didn't sleep yeah what's that mean <laughs> no you, you were the one yes no I, it's true but hey everyone who's listening is part of our podcast family so we wanted to let you know you are part of the family yes baby baby catch you turn on the song again Let's all sit around the hardwood table. You talk about that stuff like Full House. You don't love Full House. I love Full House. Who doesn't love Family Matters or Full House? Nobody, unless they're zombies. I'm sure zombies love them too. I don't know. I don't know. They can't feel. (laughs) It should be a scientific study. No? Okay. Give up. Stop with the weed. Okay, now here's the time where we need to put an end to this because it's totally jumped off the crazy train. Zombie team, mom. <laughs> oh, and honey, I show the grandkids. Can you imagine Leah? Because she'd be like all in her southern accent. Like, I want a drag bar. A new one. Dude, did you see her bathtub? It was pretty bad. It's like in the silence of the lambs basement. She <laughs> <laughs> put her twins, one of them who obviously has some kind of issues, into the silence <laughs> of the lambs bathtub. Oh my god, it's absolutely true. It puts the baby in the basket or else it gets the glasses again or something. I don't know. What? The baby wears glasses. The baby in the basket. Well. Glasses. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Clearly, I am done. Check us out on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Justin can... Winters or Chris Winters or on Facebook. Chris so with a K. I'm, so I'm married to Movie Geek. You can on congratulate iTunes. us or tell us that maybe it wasn't a good time based on our maturity level. Yeah. Yeah. You can offer me alternatives for how to keep Maggie at bay when I want to go out for two seconds so she doesn't chew through the door to come get me. Because that happens. You can send me some anti-anxiety pills. Oh, Justin. 
you can drink. It's true. Thank God I can drink. <laughs> Sometimes. Said the man to me the other night when he was like, you know what I want? I want popcorn and a drink. And I was like, okay. You can do that. Yeah. We go to a karaoke party. I get like a one of those big Taco Bell cups. You're like, what are you drinking? Whiskey and Dr. Pepper. You're like, Jack and Coke. I'm like, ew, Jack and Coke. You're like, not really. It's like whiskey and Dr. Pepper. <laughs> but it's like 75% whiskey. Yeah, and then you said that. And I was like, but you poured half of it out, Dunf- Dunphy. That's so like a Dunphy move. I'm so wasted. This big gulp had 75% alcohol in it. And like one of the kids would be like, Dad, you poured half of it out. Like... You drank a few sips and then poured it out on the pavement. I poured a third of it out because we had arrived at a location where you couldn't bring alcohol in. Oh, yeah. They, or else the guy would be like, you. <laughs> you screw me. You fuck me. Not nice, Justin. That's what he said. That's what he said. You were there. He had an interesting accent, according to your impression. Well, he was was an Asian karaoke center. Yes, center. <laughs> center. Oh, man. So, yeah. Um, we gotta go. <laughs> babies having babies. Right? Right? I know. Soon. I want a new trailer because <laughs> I don't want to bathe my baby in the silence of the lamb basement no more. Dude, it was dark. You're so selfish for wanting a truck. Brown and dingy and dark. Yeah. And by the way, I cheated on you. <laughs> like, that's kind of how it all went down. Oh, man. Okay. That's it. Good night.